0: uh let me tell you about built bar um built bar is delicious it's a
1: candy bar It's not what they call it. i mean it's never been the way they've talked about it before candy bar. go ahead go ahead talk about it uh, they, well it's a really good tasting protein bar that's healthy for you and uh, and if you happen to be on keto you can you can keep your net carbs really low yeah uh your calories low high protein uh-huh. it's going to fill you up and no, I heard. sawdust 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 things i don't want
0: how about this peanut butter brownie Mm. double chocolate salted caramel coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie right Mm. and they all taste like those things they don't taste like a something that's good for you
1: your commercial is better than my commercial
0: yes uh they're they're great tasting and they are healthy and good for you uh try built.com use uh, the promo code beck15 and you're going to save 15 percent off your first order it's built.com beck15 is the promo code we begin the program here in just a second Welcome to the glenbeck program today we have the the testimony and the investigation beginning in the house of representatives to figure out what exactly happened on january 6th oh my gosh i bet they're going to find a lot of really scary stuff a lot of really scary stuff they won't actually be scary but they'll make it sound really really scary I mean it was an insurrection They were trying to overthrow the government of the United States Forget about the people on the west coast in Portland They're just just—I They're just kids I mean they're just kids um, We have that It's beginning in about a half an hour But I I want to pose a question to you This is now About The flu Okay, COVID is As about as dangerous now As the flu is especially if you get a vaccine um, our death rate is now what six percent maybe 94 uh, percent of those who get it recover and they're
1: fine now about that right uh, it's it's never been that high i never never been six percent of people dying That that would be that would be very that would be a much worse situation get, than so how so what is it now uh, well, I mean, I, we, it's probably about a half a percent. Half a percent. Yeah, Good. Good. Even better. Yeah. So half a percent. Um,
0: why are we still talking about the mass? Why are we arguing about this? What's really going on? Let me let me show you something about what the other hand is doing. And it might explain things in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So sometimes... It's around a of golf that you wish you could play. Sometimes it's getting on the floor to wrestle around with the grandkids. Some days it's just getting out of bed and then get back into it later on. Whatever it is that you want to do, but you can't because you're living in pain, I want you to try relief factor. When you're living with pain, especially if it's frequent and debilitating, you're having these moments of your life taken from you. But it's time to take them back. I know a lot of people who have gotten free from their pain using relief factor, It works to fight our inflammation in our body, which is a source of most of our pain. It's worked for me. I have my life back. Will it work for you? I don't know. Works for 70% of the people that try it. They go on to order more month after month. And I'm telling you now, if you're not seeing any results after three weeks, stop taking it. Because it's most likely not going to work for you. Are you part of that 70% that can get their life back? relieffactor.com 800-583-84 it's relieffactor.com 800-583-84
2: tomorrow night on glenn tv the riot that occurred on january 6th was a national tragedy but the left is now using that one event to completely redefine domestic terrorism and you might be their next target glenn unveils the biden administration's latest tactics to supposedly secure our nation all at the cost of our fundamental rights. Watch Biden's new domestic terrorism threat. You. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blaze-tv.com slash
0: So, So, this Delta variant, when we have the vaccines, mm-hmm. um, and even at the level that we're at, right now of of
1: people that are getting the vaccine how bad is this it's more contagious you know what they said earlier a few weeks ago we talked about it they're like well it's going to become the dominant variant in the united states and that did happen Mm -hmm. it's up over 80 percent of cases now Mm -hmm. that being said it does not seem to be any more deadly than previous uh, strains of the virus Which is obviously very good. Would you say this is something, like I said, when it first came out, we're going to have to learn to live with? Yeah, I I think we don't have to learn to live with it, I don't think. But I think that's probably the reality of the situation. If you look at what just happened in the UK, which looks like it is now past its peak, Mm -hmm. and this may have been what you were thinking in the intro, which is that the death rate compared to the two previous outbreaks... Is down about ninety three percent. That's it. So ni- a ninety three percent drop in death rate. So they got they got the cases almost all among unvaccinated people. However, those unvaccinated people were largely younger, and as we've said from the beginning, right? It, younger people don't tend to die from this. Correct. So they protected all of their older people. The you know many of the people who are immunocompromised, and what they saw was a massive drop in the rate of death, and there. Uh, 93% drop-off is, you're right, it's going to be, it's going to feel, it's going to be, a, it's going to go from a pandemic to a nuisance. Did you ever see the, I don't remember which diehard it was, but the one where they were taking the gold out of the Fed in downtown New York? Is that the one where he was wearing the sign that uh, you could never make the the scene where he's at the very maybe, beginning maybe yeah i will say go back and watch i think it's Die Hard three mm-hmm. when he's when it's the one with samuel l jackson in it yes 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 and so he, the first scene he i can't remember exactly how he it happens but song, he has yeah. to wear a sign that Uh, includes the full Edward on it, Yes. uh, walking around the city. Yes. Uh, Apparently that would be a risky behavior in that particular neighborhood. And uh, that's not a scene that they would make, they would include in a movie today, would they? No. 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 (laughs) But if the movie were happening,
0: I mean, if it was really happening, Mm -hmm. you know, that would happen in real life because they're terrorists. Mm -hmm. And so they don't mind sending somebody out in the street Right. With a sign that uses the N-word. Right. They're terrorists. Okay, so. They don't, they don't care about people's feelings. They're not um, woke terrorists. All right, so, so here's the thing. If you remember that, why was he wearing the sandwich sign? Mm. That did not impact me as much as the Didn't. sandwich sign. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: What were they doing? They were robbing the Federal Reserve of yeah, all he, the gold. I remember him having to go, like, bounce all around town and have to do these Correct. tasks, right? Mm-hmm. And then, these. and then they said there was a bomb in a school. Remember? Yes, yes. They okay. said there was a
0: bomb in a school. Bomb in a school. So what were they doing? Because they were they
1: they they didn't care about any of that. I hope you're just quizzing me and know the answer because I, I do not remember okay, it well yeah. enough.
0: So it was it was because they were using misdirection. Mm-hmm. They were causing chaos and they were having everyone look someplace else
1: right okay yes
0: and they were causing chaos and 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 trying to make it all about something that it wasn't about okay Mm -hmm. all right may i suggest that we're living through that diehard without samuel l jackson or a sandwich board okay what's really going on is happening at the federal reserve hear me out for a second Do you remember before uh, it was the it was when COVID was really happening in China and when the three researchers went in uh, for uh, COVID like symptoms that happened in October or November? I think October 2019, 2019. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what we were talking about in October of 2019 in regards to the Federal Reserve? And the banking system? Um, no. Okay, it's been erased. Okay, we were talking about wait, a hundred billion dollars being printed every night and sent to the banks. Something's wrong. That's mm-hmm. never happened before. Why do they need that overnight lending of hundred billion dollars a night? Remember, they were just going to do it for a couple of nights, and they were going to do it for twenty-five billion. And then it was fifty billion. Then it was seventy five. Then it was a hundred. And I think it went over a hundred. Okay. And they said you could keep that money for months and months and months if you really need to. That's not. That's never been done before. Not the way
1: they normally do business. Correct. Mm-hmm.
0: CNBC. Everybody was talking about it and saying we don't know why this is happening. Nobody is making any comment on it. I told you why it was happening. The banks were failing again. The banks were failing again. This is a house of cards. Okay, so if you go back to 2008, we had the banking crisis. And what did they do? They bailed out the banks, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So they bailed out the banks. Then um, a QE, quantitative easing, was, was brought in. And that was the fix to make sure the banks don't fail. That was, that was giving them even more money. OK, that was sending them more money so the, the, uh, the, the banks could get rid of all those bad loans and they would go to the Federal Reserve. The economy has been hanging by a thread ever since the banking system has been hanging um, by a thread. And then the entire money market seized up about 2019 around the time that covid was first being, you know, uh, experienced in the lab. They were printing $100 million a night. Everybody should have been freaking out, but they weren't. Then, at the beginning of uh, 2020, this last year, major central banks around the world expanded the money supply anywhere from 30% to God only knows. Okay? The central banks could not have increased the money supply by 30% without everybody up in arms why why are you why are you doing this what what is that money who's that money going to where is that money going okay they increase the money supply by 30 percent but instead of talking about that and bailing out the banks again what are we talking about we're talking about an unprecedented event we are talking about the worst scourge ever known to man Something that we have to keep arguing about. We are denying the science that normal people who get COVID now have an automatic vaccine in them. It's called the human body and the way it works. You have, you have antibodies now because you've had it. We've always accepted that science. Always. Now, we don't know. We don't know. For the first time, you, you probably don't have antibodies. No, no. Research is showing that the antibodies are probably stronger than the vaccines. But if you want to get a vaccine, you can get a vaccine. We have the vaccine. Remember, it was we have to do this until we flatten the curve. Then until uh, then until maybe until summer, then until we have a vaccine. Now we have a vaccine now until everybody's vaccinated. And even if you're vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. What the hell is this all about? I wonder if it isn't all about keeping us fighting and keeping us at each other's throats. Because that's what's happened. If you really wanted to solve this thing, you wouldn't be treating people the way you're treating them now. Look at what's going on. Look at how they're treating people. Look at how what the, they're calling them names and killers if you don't get a vaccine. Is that going to bring anybody in to have a vaccine? Oh, yeah. You know, I was just I just realized that everybody in the White House and everybody around, you know, on TV, they were right. I was a killer. I was a bastard that just didn't care about
1: anything except myself. Yeah. Like they had Joe Biden went out to a speech with Terry McAuliffe, like a political speech. And, you know, there was this narrative last week, like suddenly Republicans are saying good things about the vaccine. And, you know, of course, they they, they ran out a couple of quotes from conservative personalities who had been positive about the vaccine before. You know, they just basically made up a narrative. But instead, if if that was true, though, right? if you were going to say, hey, we think conservatives aren't going to get the vaccine. And then conservative personalities in the media started saying good things about the vaccine. If you actually cared about vaccinating people, how would you use that information? You'd encourage it. You'd praise people for saying it, right? Instead, what he did is he went out at a political rally and mocked the Republicans who were saying it, saying, oh, I guess they had a, uh, an altar call, a come-to-Jesus moment on this, and everyone laughed at the Republicans who were promoting the vaccine. Again, if you actually cared about getting these people vaccinated, Why would you approach it that way? You wouldn't. No, they are not acting as if they care.
0: And if you actually cared, you would be talking about the fact that it's Hispanics and black, the black community far more than the Republican Trump supporters that are not getting the vaccine. You you would be doing everything you can to create some sort of trust between the African-American community and the government. Instead, they're saying the government sucks. The government's after you. The government's going to, you know, has been trying to kill you since before you were even born.
1: Yeah, they they don't care about getting you vaccinated at all. All they care about is having the talking point to be able to say that conservatives are anti-science or the South is dumb or whatever point they want to make this week. Uh, But you're right. They would be focusing on on populations that, you know, frankly, the White House would have more success with. You know, I mean, maybe the White House, ha- you know, if, if you, someone who voted for Joe Biden might be a little bit more willing to go along with Joe Biden's advice. I don't think having Jen Psaki come to my door with a needle is going to help any conservative. Now, yesterday, um, PolitiFact
0: said that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris having any problem with the vaccine before they were president and vice president is a lie. Hmm. Listen.
3: So let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all
4: of us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? you can going to be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay, And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus. This is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent, that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all so of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should ta-
3: that we should take it, I'm not taking it.
0: Hmm. hmm. Now, PolitiFact says that none of that happened. Hmm. That's, I, I just watched the video hmm. on Blaze TV. Called I it did, happenin'. too. I just, I just watched it and listened to it myself. Hmm. So... Why is this all happening? I go back to the Federal Reserve and the banks. If the banks are failing, you have to keep this alive. You keep printing the money, keep giving them the money so they don't fail, and then give it also to the consumers so the consumers don't uh, fail to make their housing payment. they got to make sure that the banks don't start going bankrupt with houses if you, if people start to lose their house they can't make their their payments who's really on the losing end of that the banks they own a lot of houses that can't be paid for so let's make sure the banks have enough money let's make sure that the banks are bailed out again but we won't talk about bailing out the banks again because that would set people off instead let's just keep arguing Let's keep pitting people against each other while we make them into slaves. Just keep depending on us. Just keep looking to us. We'll fix everything. Patriot Mobile, not so long ago, companies existed to provide products and services. Uh, But now, not so much. Not so much. It's a beautiful thing. Almost every uh, overnight, everything changed. And now they're they're vessels, they're vessels for things that they really believe in. They really believe Uh, the anti-American, anti-family propaganda. It's so great. They really believe in killing children. And that's what I want out of my phone company is somebody that will help Planned Parenthood kill more children. It's wonderful. Now, some companies have the courage to stand up for America, for our Judeo-Christian values, for our Constitution. And the first was Patriot Mobile. I think it's also the last, but Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. It uses the same towers as all the major carriers. So you're getting the same service. They have plans to fit any budget. You're going to save money. And their customer service team has the highest ratings among wireless carriers. So, great service, uh, same coverage, less money. What am I missing here? Oh, well, it doesn't uh, fund Planned Parenthood. It actually fights for you and for the things we're all fighting for. Why haven't you joined Patriot Mobile yet? Switch right now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares our traditional family values. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. So I have some things coming up on China in a little while that I think are a little stunning. um, But uh, nobody's talking about it. By the way, the housing boom is over. Uh, Looks like newly built homes dropped in June to the lowest level since the the early days of the pandemic back in April 2020. Nobody was buying homes back in April 2020. I mean, no one was leaving their house in April 2020. Um, it, it looks like the housing uh boom is over, and they say it's over because nobody can afford the new houses it, because they cost so much money to make, and you're talking a 30% increase. The houses that are needed are way too expensive. Gosh, we should just build communal housing mm, you know what i mean yeah and have the government fund them wouldn't that be great it would be yeah lots Get of fun. rid of all these single family units co-op what about something yeah uh, we we'll think of. i'm not
2: sure that really works program.
0: there's nothing better especially when you're traveling than take a little time to disconnect from the rest of the world but sometimes you have to connect to public wi-fi to take care of an email or You know, maybe get into an argument on social media because you just mess it so much. Unfortunately, cyber criminals are often spying on unsecured networks, just waiting to scoop up your browsing history, read your emails and if possible, gain access to your private information. And every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal can steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances and credit. It's a good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity thefts and uh, uh, threats, and they will work with you to fix the problem if your data ends up getting compromised. Nobody can prevent everything. I mean, it's ridiculous, but they try. And, you know, I tell you, they're the best in the business. They were out there, the first company. I think they invented this category because they saw it coming. Now you could save 25% off your first year at LifeLock with promo code BECK. 1 800 Lifelock, 1 800 Lifelock, or go to lifelock.com, use the promo code Beck, save
1: 25% now. Lifelock.com. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Welcome to the Glenbeck program. We are so glad that you have uh, tuned in today. We have um the owner of uh, Gianelli's Drive-Thru. This is a uh, this is a a business up in Illinois that's been in business for a long time. Terry Trob- uh, Trobani Trob Trobiani is uh, the owner of it and he's just been cited for flying the American flag. The city doesn't like the fact that he has has flags out front and he's not going to stop flying the American flag. Terry, welcome to the program.
5: Good morning, Glenn. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So, so what exactly is going on in your town? They told you to take down your, your flag and your, your blue line flag, right? Why?
5: Well, it's very interesting. Well, very interesting. Um, We've been, we've been fighting. I'm not going to get into the past history, but the the city has, restrictions on temporary uh, flags, banners, uh, A-frames, feather banners. They don't want any kind of signage blowing in front of your property, which, you know, for a small business, that's actually, that's what you need to promote your business. So what happened on the 4th of July weekend was I had an A-frame sign out saying that here's the name of the restaurant. Uh, we have drive through carry-out, dine in our phone number. And behind that, I had a row of American flags. It was the 4th of July weekend. So at the same time, we were we were requesting a variance on our A-frame. Well, the village went in and obviously denied it five to nothing and because they don't want anything. So I left the American flags out because according to their ordinance, uh, the American flag is ornamental. And as long as you're flying the flags during a national or federal holiday, uh, ornamentation should be permitted. So I left the flags out. Well, the day after the 4th of July, they walk in. The village administrator walks in and he says, you know, you might be violating the flag code with the flags. I said, well, why would I be doing that? I read the flag code. Um, pretty much in compliance no he handed me a brochure and i could quickly just two sentences said you might be violating these two areas the flags are being dis- are should be displayed only on permanent flagpoles or staff specifically constructed for flag display <laughs> and secondly flagpoles should be within 15 feet of the curb and i said okay well i read that i'm not in violation he said maybe you should read them again i said i'm pretty intelligent um those are one sentences i interpreted them i'm not in violation Well, the next morning, the police officer walked in, handed me two tickets and said, the flags need to come out of the ground. I asked for an explanation. No one gave me an explanation. Read the brochure that the village administrator brought in. I said, okay, we're going through this again. I can read. Apparently, what's happened here is, and I could not immediately decipher it from the letter that they gave me, but apparently what's happened is that the village of Prairie Grove has classified the American flag as a sign and have taken away the symbol of the American flag. So as a sign, it falls under their temporary sign ordinance, which prohibits any flying or any positioning of any signs on your property. So now this includes the American flag. And what they did also in this pamphlet, which, again, I wasn't looking for, but I I kind of interpreted later, is the only way that I could fly an American flag on my property is if I put it on a permanent 20 to 30 foot flagpole, which they have to permit. So what they're doing is they're de- they're denying me my rights under under the U.S. flag code and my Civil Rights Acts and being able to fly the American flag a- any way I want. I should be able to wake up in the morning and say, "Oh, I'm really having a great day." I'm I'm going to stick a flag in my front lawn. Nope, I can't do that. I have to put concrete in the floor and build a permanent flagpole. Uh, so now the village is dancing. They're saying, "Well, we we love the American flag. We we um we we never said we can't fly the flag." And my questions back to them were, "Well." Since all this has been going on, no one's come back to me and say, well, maybe we misinterpreted something. Let's put it in the ground. Uh, No one's gone there. What they've done is they gave me two tickets, uh, which I called the village to pay, and the lawyer informed me that they're not going to accept my $200 unless I sign a letter that says I have violated the sign ordinance. And then I sign a subsequent letter, which says I will never, ever in the future... I guess as long as I live. When did that uh, When, when did
0: that policy come in? You're given a ticket. Now you have to uh, Now you have to do something that Mao had the the Chinese uh, dissidents do. <laughs> I mean, you now have to.
5: I, I I guess. I mean, I didn't finish on the subsequent letter, but I, I need to sign that letter. It says I will not ever violate a sign ordinance. And I said, well, who, the sign ordinance that you interpret, like, why would I sign that? So I said, you know what, draw that letter up. I'm, I'm inquisitive. Sign the letter up. I like to see the verbiage on it. Um, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, you need to agree on the phone now, immediately, to agree to the letter with our attorney, and then we will take the time to put the letter together so you can sign it. Uh, I said, well, a, no. A few, expletives, a few expletives later, I told them what to do with the letter. So
0: where where, is, where does this court. stand now? Well, I mean, I don't understand. It's a little small town, right?
5: 1,904 people.
0: Yeah. So is it is it just all crazy uh, lefties that, you know, look at the flag and say, that's just a Republican sign or 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 yeah. what is going on?
5: I, I didn't think so. Um, you know, I know you've done your homework. This is McHenry County. McHenry County is one of the uh, reddest states in Illinois. I mean, we are we are Trumpers. He won by 7000 votes out here. Uh, but there are people who go and I think the case is that they they. Appear to be independence, and we know where that goes. Uh, so, we know uh, what side what side they're on. I mean, I, I was on a Dana Perino show yesterday, and they, she caught whim of my blue flag, and she made a comment. and And I've had these two flags up, and now they're accusing me that oh, you're putting the American flag up to draw attention to your business. And my my response to that was well, when I I built this development, and when I built this building on day one, when I opened the doors, I put the American flag on one pole. I put a blue line and red light flag on the other pole and I had been flying. I have been working this business from day one with the American flag flying outside my establishment. And, and apparently in July of 2021, I'm now really only doing that to draw business into my business, which is ridiculous. They're, they're dancing. Uh, I think they know where they've gone. Uh, they don't care. Uh, yesterday uh, an attorney and a police officer came to my restaurant and tried to tell me that we called to settle the case and they were there to work on settling with me. And I, I just told the police officer, please ask your order, none of my business. Uh, we never called you. I'm being represented by an attorney. Um, uh, tell your attorney, if he doesn't know that they should get another attorney. Um, so please take him out of here, walk out or don't ever talk to me again. And since then my lawyer has sent them a letter, uh, explaining that. So they, they, they are, they don't want any signage. I mean, this is not pertaining to our discussion specifically, but they don't want any signage on the road. I can't put an open sign, a sign that says, you know, carry out, dine in, drive through. COVID was tough. You know, we're in the restaurant business. COVID was tough on us. Um, we, we succeeded. We made, we made it through. And we, we, we cut a lot of things. We never cut an employee. We paid all our employees. I didn't take a paycheck for a year to keep our employees online because it was that important to me to keep things going. And, you know, you, you, you fight. For a year, and you you beat a pandemic, and then you've got this little municipality with five trustees and a and a president who just have no respect for small business. And I and right now, what I see is they have no respect for the republic, and and the United States going after me with the flag. Uh, I think it's terrible. Our the direction that government in all levels have taken us to this point is it's despicable. It, it, it's it's I, Glenn. I have twenty five to thirty phone calls a day from all over the United States, Army vets, uh, you, you name it, people calling me saying, you stick to your guns. Do not let them overrun you. This is the American flag. You fly it proud. You fly it high. Uh, I don't even know these people, and I'm getting calls all day. It's, it's disruptive to my business because we run a restaurant, but I love it. I mean, I'm feeding on it. Like I can't believe these, there's, there's all these people coming out of the woodwork to defend this flag. It's really nice to see that happening on a daily basis.
0: Terry, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll watch your story. Tell me where. Uh, tell me when is the next date of something that's supposed to happen? You go into court or do you have any idea? Yeah, I, have a
5: court, I do. I have a court date. I was given a court date with the tickets. The court date is August 25th at 1.30. They're holding it at the Village Hall. They're not even bringing it to a municipal court. I have to actually go into kangaroo court. Uh, where they hire an adjudicatory lawyer who they're going to pay to be a judge. And I said, this is going to be fair. You know, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm walking into. I, I have two tickets. I, I just want to pay them and go away. So I don't even know what I'm going to court for. I mean, I don't- I- are they going to reprimand me? maybe they going to tether- feather and tire me? I don't know. Um, we'll it's uh, be- it's be- it's we'll be check
0: back with you after the uh, the court hearing. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate it. Okay. All All right. Right. Bye-bye. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, the uh, we have the select committee uh, showing now uh, videos that we've never seen before of the January 6th attack, and uh, Nancy Pelosi was, was there and, and wanted to make sure everybody saw those things, so she put them together and gave them to the committee so we could all see them finally. Here's a little clip of uh, some of the audio.
4: Capitol buildings
0: storm your own capital and, capital, capital and f- corrupt <laughs> dumped up yeah there's uh they didn't edit for uh television um they're saying storm your own capitol buildings, take down every one of these uh these uh corrupt people if you if you will mother fathers yes mm-hmm. right that's mm-hmm. what they said that's what they said uh and uh, uh apparently uh, apparently we've held on to this video for some reason until now i don't know
1: why we haven't seen this stuff before well it's like a trailer you don't put the whole movie in the trailer you want to make sure you have something to reveal when people get to the theaters oh okay so okay. we are in the theaters everybody okay mm-hmm. so that's
0: are you saying all the world is but a stage <laughs> maybe, that is. Is. maybe i am if you've been listening for a while now you've uh you, you probably have heard me talk about my pillow. If you value getting the most out of your sleep, you should be using Mike Lindell's products to help you get the best night's sleep you've ever had. From the revolutionary my pillow that we've all come to know and love to the soft, durable Giza dream sheets and the game changing mattress topper. Mike has been turning frowns upside down for business uh, for a sleep business now for a while. Let him change your uh, towel game now. He has a six-piece towel set. It's made with U.S. cotton, USA cotton. It is extremely absorbent, yet it still proves the, uh, the uh, soft feel that you, you, know, you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Now, these normally go for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99 if you use the promo code BECK. So, go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You're going to get an insane low price of $39.99 on the towel set. You will also find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800 966 3117 I didn't know uh
1: my pillow made towels is that new? Yes. Really? I had no idea that even happened. I feel like I, this ever, guy's going to have every product in every store soon. Do you ever listen to the show? Uh, I don't like your part of the show. I've noticed listening to you ramble on about God only knows what every day right. and then and then, you, then and then you and
6: I, I,
0: you you know, I, I, I then I got, I I got to my pillow dot com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It is Tuesday. Uh, I've got a couple of things uh, that uh, we've got to talk about today that I think are really, really important. Um, uh, there, did you know China is buying farmland in America like nobody's business? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, they have hundreds of thousands of acres of our farmland now. They're going in and they're buying farmland that's in distress and, uh, and uh, are starting to farm it there. But why? Why, why, would we, why would we let that happen? We've given everything to the Chinese. And now we're, we're selling them our farmland? No thank you. You know who else is buying up farmland? Bill Gates. I mean, people who are not necessarily friendly
1: to the free market are buying our farms. Well, is there an example of something that Bill Gates is not currently purchasing? I think he's purchasing all of the things. I'm, and the same thing with the Chinese. wondering sorry. if I
0: should tell you who just uh, bought a house in my neighborhood.
1: Uh, the Chinese? Uh, No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, no. Because I was going to say, that sounds pretty racist. We're like, the Chinese are moving into my neighborhood! Yeah, no. That would be a
0: weird monologue. Yeah, it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I'm maybe a little more comfortable. (laughs) Uh, The rumor is, and... uh, No, they're saying that it's... They're saying it's happening. I don't know. Uh, Melinda Gates. Really? Yeah. Mm.
1: Just bought a house, apparently. I mean, you know, look, I think maybe... Maybe... Go pay a visit, say hello. Oh, oh, I, I'm a Mormon.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel the need to send the missionaries over relentlessly. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: that's
1: going to be an interesting. Uh, so, is the, would you? Because there's no law, right, against a Chinese business purchasing land, right? A, 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 a farm owner, there, there, there might be, there,
0: there might, there, maybe there should be. For instance, uh, you know, there was a story in in January uh, that uh, the Chinese just bought one of the biggest ranches in all of uh, Dallas, it has its own airstrip, mm. so they can fly directly there, and the guy who bought it is a former general of the communist party military uh and the guy who helped build all the concentration camps oh great great
1: maybe he can build some there that would be great maybe he can move next to melinda gates but there you go there you go why not why not i'm a, i will say i don't i don't know what you do about that problem i mean you really have to basically pass a law right i mean we have a we have a free market anyone who wants to buy a property can buy it pretty much I mean, there's there, foreign investment's been common in the country for a very long time. At some, there have been levels at, at times in history where we've come up with a, with an idea that maybe we don't want that to occur as often. So this they change the rules. This a communist country. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's right or wrong, I'm just saying I yeah. don't know what you do to stop it unless you pass a law. Yeah, I just don't think that we should have, uh, you know,
0: communist countries come in under the guise of a giant corporation. Or a retiree that built the concentration camps, coming in and buying uh, buying farmland or ranch land here in America, especially with a you know an airstrip. I'm just saying, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program. Well, I don't know about you, but I believe in justice. Yeah, I believe I believe the the, the good guys eventually win might be 80 years from now but uh, the good guys will eventually win in the meantime we have the justice department doing squat on anything you know they just they just said you know i think we should stop looking uh, at these uh, these chinese scientists with military ties that are coming in you know we we had a bunch of them that we were gonna put them in jail but You know, I don't think we should look at that anymore. I I think that's fine. That's fine. We also have... (laughs) We also now have the House doing their January 6th investigation. Ah, that's going to go well. You know who's on... (laughs) You know who's on the committee? Adam Schiff. Oh, he's he's not a partisan hack at all. He's going to be great. And Anthony Fauci. We know Anthony Fauci lied. Is anything going to happen? Oh, oh, another one. The Justice Department has decided, die there's nothing to see you with Cuomo. I told you the truth the whole time. No, you really didn't. And now the Justice Department has decided, you know, there's no real reason to look into that. It is corruption through and through. We're going to take a couple of these on and maybe an appearance... From uh, the great governor of New York. Ah, coming up in just a second, we begin with Anthony Fauci. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. If you're going to sell your house, uh, it has just turned, I guess, maybe in your favor because the new housing starts, the new housing is uh the bubble has popped on that it went up 30 percent, and people can't afford it and now we are back to the sales levels of new houses uh about the same we had in april 2020 that's you know a couple months into the pandemic nobody was buying houses so that bubble is over now is the time for you to sell your house if you're looking for somebody that is a great real estate agent Somebody that will listen to you, somebody that has a proven system to sell houses, has a great track record, and also has all of the people in their Rolodex that you might need in case you need to do something to your house to get it ready for sale. If you're moving across the street, across town, or across the country, realestateagentsitrust.com. We have you covered. It's a free service to you. Find the right real estate agent in the area of where you're selling and where you're buying by going to realestateagentsitrust.com realestateagentsitrust.com Josh Rogan is with us. He's the author of chaos under heaven and a columnist with the Washington Post. Now I'm not going to hold that against him, uh, but uh, he has, uh, he has been on this Rand Paul uh, Fauci debate and i'm not hearing anybody telling the truth in the mainstream media josh is trying to change all that hello josh how are you
6: hey glenn great to be back with you
0: thank you so so how is this not an open and shut case with dr fauci
6: well you know we've spent a year and a half placing anthony fauci on this pedestal and venerating him as a deity And so when he gets into the five minute shouting match with Rand Paul, it's very easy for everyone to just write the story that Fauci got vanquished by Rand Paul without actually listening to what these two men were saying and seeing which one makes the most sense. Just follow the issue of what Anthony Fauci has been doing in terms of throwing cold water on the lab leak theory and avoiding congressional oversight of the NIH's relationships with with these Wuhan labs. Then you can understand why people like Rand Paul and lots of other people, including lots of scientists, uh, think Fauci is playing a a double game here, that he's uh, using his uh, uh, authority and his popularity and his uh, ability to have the the Democratic uh, Party in Congress come to his defense every time he gets into one of these scuffles to distract us from the real issue. And the real issue is that the NIH and not just the NIH and USAID and the Pentagon and All of these other U.S. agencies were doing work funneling American taxpayer money and know-how to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And now that the pandemic broke out on the doorstep of the lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology has told us all to go pound sand. And how can that be? And why were we doing all of this collaboration? And do you still want to do this collaboration with a bunch of Chinese labs that won't even let us into the lab when the crisis breaks out? And you don't even have to believe that the lab leak theory is true to understand that people like Anthony Fauci, who were the head of this collaboration, who promoted this collaboration, whether you call it gain-of-function or you don't call it gain-of-function, that's kind of a word game. We can get into that if you want to. But the bottom line is that's a red herring because – Fauci was in charge of overseeing this collaboration, and he failed in that fiduciary responsibility. It's obvious because now when we're trying to get into the lab to investigate the greatest pandemic in human history, uh, they won't even open the lab to us. So what are we, schmucks? We want to give them more money when they tell us we can't even go into the lab to do the investigation? That's what Anthony Fauci is arguing for, and that seems crazy to me.
1: Josh, can we go into the word games here being played with gain-of-function for a minute? Because it does... Appear to I think the average person looking at this that Anthony Fauci is just playing semantics here. He's I mean the the documents literally say gain of function on them, and he's trying to make this argument that it's obvious it is not gain of function. (laughs) How do we how do we navigate these this this path?
6: Right, sure. So you know, again, I I think it is a word game, but it's worth parsing out because it's confusing to everyone. You know, what we know is that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was doing work to modify back coronaviruses in ways that made them more transmissible and more dangerous to human beings, okay? And that's what they published. That's what they admitted to. That's not even in dispute. Now, to Rand Paul and to me and to you, if you're gaining the function of a virus, well, how could that not be gain of function? And what Fauci's game here is, is that he's pointing to a specific definition that the NIH uses to determine whether or not they should submit this gain-of-function research to their own review body. In other words, is it risky enough to warrant another level of review? But what's funny about that, I mean, not ha-ha funny, but kind of ironic funny, is that that definition was written by the NIH and <laughs> Anthony Fauci. In other words, he crafted a definition uh, to, to exclude all of the research that he was in charge of, and so then he built an oversight mechanism and then never used it, okay? They built an entire oversight mechanism, a uh, review board, after the Obama administration paused the gain-of-function research because it's risky because lab accidents happen all the time. And they turned it back on and Anthony Fauci was instrumental in turning it back on inside the government during the Trump administration when the Trump officials weren't paying attention. And then he wrote the definition and designed the oversight system so it was never used. Okay, and then when the back coronavirus pandemic breaks out on the doorstep of the back coronavirus lab and everyone's like, hey, Anthony Fauci, can we take a look at your documents and by the way he says no we i won't even give my documents over and then by the way do you think now that it was perhaps you should have reviewed this risky research whether you, so he's you could make in other words you could you can't it's gonna be tough to prosecute anthony fauci for lying because in his mind he's telling the truth but the point is that he's bragging about a loophole that he created he, he, he built a loophole into the wow. system, then he walked through the loophole, and then he uses it to defend himself. And that is probably a good defense against perjury, but it's not a good defense against, hey, why were you doing all this risky research with all these Chinese labs that tell us to go pound sand when there's a pandemic there?
1: It's like having a cheating husband, and having the cheating husband design what cheating is, and he says, "Well, massage parlors aren't cheating, right? Like, well, okay, right. I mean, but <laughs> you designed the right. rules that it, that it, that it, that amount to cheating, so of course you're not going to break them,
6: right? Or it's like I always like to say, it's like uh, uh you know, having a, uh, you know. Robert Kardashian, uh, judge O.J. Okay, right. doesn't mean that Robert Kardashian is not like a great lawyer, but he's got a conflict of interest because he's friends with O.J. Okay, and that's what I'm getting to here is that Anthony Fauci, by the way, if you read the New York Times yesterday, is preparing to ask Congress for billions of dollars more. Jeez to expand risky virus research to every kind of virus there is, influenza, you name it, okay? That's his project. That's his end game. He gave an interview in the New York Times where he said the pandemic shows we have to spend billions, billions more digging up viruses all over the world, taking them back to labs. Now, you know, on CNN on Sunday, Jake Tapper asked Anthony Fauci, do you still think it's a good idea to do business with these Wuhan labs that we can't even get into? And he said, "Uh, don't worry. We've always been safe. We'll continue to be safe. In essence, he's saying, trust me. OK, and, and that doesn't when you, you know this, Glenn, when a public official says, trust me, they're lying. That's when you know something's fishy. That's when, you know, yeah. you have to install some oversight. So my point is that we can't have a system where the doctors and scientists oversee the doctors and scientists because they don't understand national security. And they definitely don't understand what's going on in China now, which is the big, bigger scope of my book, well, but, which is that. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Which is that, you know, these scientists in China may be very nice people, but they're not in control. They live in a totalitarian dictatorship that's becoming more aggressive and more repressive. And that means us harm. And that if you understand China, you understand that they're not doing open science anymore and that they've taken all of our money and know-how and built another part of the lab where they've worked with the Chinese military to do whatever they want to do with those viruses outside of our purview. That's what the Trump administration revealed. That's what the Biden administration has confirmed, as that U.S. intelligence shows. They, they, they took us. Okay, they, 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 they took all of our help, and then they built the other part of the lab to build something that was aimed at us. That's that's what military bio research is. We have a program. They have a program. Now the question is, going forward, do we want to continue to fund and build their military bio research program? Is that a good idea? Especially when they won't even. Let us into the city that the pandemic broke out into. That seems crazy to me, but that's what Fauci is explicitly advocating for.
0: So how did we miss the fact that the guy who's running this lab is a former, I think, general, uh, at least uh, at least in the uh, Communist Party army, uh, and his his job was bioweapons?
6: You know, it's it, what happened was for the first year of this pandemic, and Glenn, I know you know this well, we couldn't even talk about the Wuhan labs. You were called racist or conspiracy theorists for even uttering the word Wuhan lab. And I know this because I got attacked all the time and many people uh, like me. And the problem, of course, was that the reason that that, that was considered a conspiracy theorist theory was because the friends of the lab, including Peter Daschak at the EcoHealth Alliance and uh, lots of other friends of Anthony Fauci, you know, put out a bunch of scientific papers saying the lab was totally impossible and you're a racist, a conspiracy theorist if you mention the lab. So that's why for a year we couldn't even have a rational conversation. We still can't have a rational conversation in a Senate hearing about how we got into this mess, about how the pandemic that killed 400, 4 million people and 630,000 Americans started, which is crucial information, by the way, for preventing the next one. In other words, if we don't figure out how this started, how are we going to prevent the next one? Do you want to do this every year? So the fact that in Wuhan they have a bio uh, um, uh, weapons program, bio research program with the military shouldn't, is not really a shocking thing to say after all, because of course they do, because we have one, they have one. That's what you do if you're a big country, you have a bio weapons research program. But the fact that that was also may have been linked to or they may have taken our know how from our government funded projects. That's a big problem. That's a big, scary thing to think about. It has implications for the entire industry of scientific collaboration. And that's Anthony Fauci's industry. He's the head of that, a part of that industry. So lots of big, powerful interests here are getting upset just by the idea of getting to the truth of this. And that's not even talking about the Chinese government cover up. They're covering up the lab. There's a reason they're covering up the lab. They don't want people to look through their bioweapons program. Why would they want that? You know, so they've got a real problem here, too. So it's very easy for the Biden administration to just do a 90 day intelligence review and then come out and say, well, we couldn't figure it out. Or, well, you know, let's all go on with our days. But that's a very dangerous path to go down. That's what Anthony Fauci would like us to do. He'd like us to, to say, oh, that's his new line. Oh, well, I don't know what's going on in China, uh, but, you know, we're never, we're never going to find out. So what are you going to do? Uh, But that's the problem, is that we don't know what's going on in China. Why was he funding these labs if we can't know what's going on inside them? That seems to me to be the biggest, the easiest thing we can solve, whether the lab leak theory is true or not.
0: Any justice going to be done on Fauci? Is anyone going to follow up on this? Will he be held accountable for anything?
6: Well, here's the thing. Right now we have several congressional investigations trying to get the documents. Not just, again, from Fauci, but from USAID. Why well, won't Anthony Blinken hand over the documents? Samantha Power, Francis Collins at the NIH. There are Pentagon documents about tens of millions of dollars that the Pentagon, the U.S. Pentagon, gave to the mm. EcoHealth Alliance that went to these Wuhan labs. We need all of that stuff. Well, the reason it's not happening is because no Democrats are on board. Why
0: would the Pentagon want to fund that if it wasn't exactly- gain of research or you know, gain of function?
6: The the Defense Threat Reduction Agency gave millions of dollars to the EcoHealth Alliance, and some of that went to the Wuhan labs. They were trying to, uh, you know, cooperate with China's bio research program, which is now looks kind of crazy. Now looks kind of they didn't know that at the time. Now we know that. So the question is, what are we going to do going forward, and how can we even know what to do if 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 those documents all remain secret? So we need at least one Democratic committee chairman to threaten to use the subpoena power to get those documents that are in the hands of the U.S. government, it's our stuff. They need to release our intelligence. We don't need the Chinese Communist Party to give us permission to investigate. You wouldn't ask O.J. for permission to investigate O.J., would you? No, you would just use your powers and influence to do the investigation, whether the defendant likes it or not. The Chinese government is not going to like it. And Democrats don't want to risk upsetting the U.S.-China relationship. But I say if you don't risk upsetting the delicate sensibilities of the Chinese Communist Party, to to figure out the death of 630,000 Americans, what would you risk it for? What could be more important? What could be more crucial to our national security and our public health?
0: Back with uh, Josh Rogan here in just a second. Give me 60 seconds. We're back into the program. Millions of Americans have changed the quality of their life directly and dramatically. That has been changed by pain. I met with so many people. I've been one myself. Lived with just pain that just didn't stop. And the stories are often uh, really difficult or heartbreaking. I mean, I just, I've met some people that's just been heartbreaking. But the good news is they start taking relief factor and they get out of pain. I have met, I, I can't tell you the number, hundreds of people that have had debilitating pain. I met a woman who was on fentanyl and couldn't get off and couldn't get off because the pain was just so bad. Believe it or not, she started taking relief factor she looked at me and said, Thank you. I have my life back. And that really meant something. And her husband standing there in tears saying, You don't know what it's like. I, I haven't had my wife with me forever. She's finally off of that stuff and she has a way to deal with the pain. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800 583 84. 583 84. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
1: talking to Josh Rogan, his book Chaos Under Heaven, Trump G and the Battle for the 21st Century. And Josh, I want to focus on the last part here for a second. The you look at China and what's happened over the past just few years where they've cra- they're cracking down on capitalists, businessmen are disappearing. Uh they're cracking down on crypto and remo- removing that from the country. Obviously expanding the the uyghurs and all the problems there. The issues with Hong Kong and the way that that has changed. It just strikes me as there is a massive change in the way this country is dealing with the world over just the past few years. We've always thought of China as a threat and there's problems there. We've never agreed with them on human rights and all these things. Is Am I correct to detect a real change, though, in momentum and direction over the past couple of years?
6: Absolutely. I, I like to refer to it as the great leap backward. You know, it's clear that mm-hmm. Xi Jinping in his first couple of years when he came in in 2013, set about consolidating power, purging all of his rivals under a a false corruption, uh, anti-corruption plan, uh, shutting down freedoms, building concentration camps. And once he had all that in place, he turned his focus to the rest of the world. And that's a big part of the book, is how the Chinese Communist Party has expanded its interference and influence in free and open societies, especially ours, how they've sought to influence our schools and our markets and our tech companies and our sports and our Hollywood movies and Uh, how uh, all the various institutions of U.S. society have been slow uh, to react to that reality. But they're waking up to it now as, you know, the pandemic ravages the whole world. And we see what uh, China as a world power really looks like. And I think that awakening is happening in other countries as they're getting blackmailed about for Chinese uh, vaccines or told that uh, their companies can't do business in China unless they uh, ignore the genocide or ignore the crackdown in Hong Kong. And, and yet we, and what, and yet here in america our justice
0: department is dismissing you know all of the chinese yeah. military spies that were in our uh in our institutions we're just dismissing dismissing the charges not do, not continuing with an investigation and setting them free i mean yeah i think the
6: go ahead i think the biden i think the biden administration is torn right there are some people who want to continue the trump policy of standing up to The Chinese Communist Party. And there are some people who think that, you know, targeting Chinese researchers was uh, racist or wrong. But the fact is that if you're a Chinese researcher who hid their affiliation with the Chinese military, you've broken U.S. and You deserve to be prosecuted full stop. And what the suspicion is, is that they did that in advance of Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman's visit to Beijing yesterday, where she traveled all the way, not to Beijing, to Taijin, where she traveled all the way to China, only to have the Chinese... Communist Party officials tell her to go screw herself, and, and she had to travel all the way back with nothing. What they did was they humiliated the U.S. government by uh, pretending that they were going to have an open dialogue and then just spreading a bunch of their propaganda. And that, what, what that shows us is that uh, Xi Jinping sees this not as China rising, but as China risen. And he, the, the Chinese Communist Party is becoming more totalitarian, more fascist, more nationalistic, more aggressive more repressive it's all going in one direction and it's really really dangerous now that doesn't mean that we have to go to war right now it means we have to avoid the war uh by confronting these problems uh before they get worse and that's what uh the challenge is going forward and that's not a partisan challenge that's for all americans and really all people around the world
0: thank you so much uh josh rogan uh from washington post thank you uh, for being on with us. We will probably have you on early and often about China as they, they have risen, uh, and I think we're already uh, with ones and zeros at war with them. This
2: is the Glenn Beck
0: Program. Okay, I couldn't make a steak a year and a half ago on the grill to save my life, and I love steak. What I could do is make it into fine shoe leather. I could do that. It was great. Hey, here's a pair of sirloin sandals for you. Uh, fortunately, RecTech uh, Rec RecTech has changed all of that. Instead of every guest I ever have over for a barbecue going sort of pale and saying, "Ah, uh, you know, I I ate just yesterday, so I'm I'm good. I can save uh, my uh, humiliation for other times and serve up amazing, flavorful food." Each and every time because of the smart grill technology. Rectech does all the critical thinking for me, monitoring the ambient temperature and adjusting itself throughout the process to make sure that the heat stays even the whole time. This way you can bake in these things. You can smoke. You can grill. You can bake. It is. I mean, there's there is no competition. I want you to check an A.B. compare. There's nothing that you will find on the market uh, that is as good as Rectech. Even at that price point, there's just nothing
1: better. RecTech, R E C T E dot rectech.com. Lots of big shows this week Studios America, Glenn TV, all the rest. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm glad you're here. I've got a big charity weekend coming up. On Friday, I'm going to be uh, Friday morning broadcasting from uh, St. George, one of the most beautiful towns you've ever seen. Quick conservatives flock to St. George, buy a place in St. George because all of these California people are going to move in and they're going to destroy this great little town. Anyway, um, I'm going to be there um, not saying things like that. On Friday to encourage people to rise up last year, Operation Underground Railroad had a, uh, a campaign to rise up for children and stand against uh, sex slaves and uh, trafficking, human trafficking and just slaves in general. I don't know. I think it's something we can all do. Everybody is, uh, you know, wanting to get out in the streets. This is one thing that we can all agree on so rise up this friday you can go to uh operation underground railroad and find out more details but uh, i'm going to be there in saint george in the morning uh with them all day with tim ballard i think uh lewis houses is is going to be there as well and then at night uh we'll be flying into uh, salt lake to thanksgiving point at electric park and they've got a big concert going on and I don't know why they invited me to that. I mean, I can't imagine a big concert and then me coming out and going, hey, everybody, let me tell you a story. I don't think that's going to go well. When so, you want to have fun, you always invite Glenn. You back. always invite me. Yeah, that's no. The but you, you have
1: said as soon as I leave, the parties get good. Yeah, because people people sort of save up the fun they would have had at the party. Yeah. when you're there yeah and then they double it on the back end right so yeah, yeah it can get so it's back. gonna get crazy after i leave <laughs> it's gonna get crazy which uh, should be about six minutes after you're off stage <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> uh
0: you can get your tickets at uh, our org slash rise up we'll see you there then on saturday uh i am having uh my uh my art show and and uh, gallery sale now i want you to know that everything that i sell uh, on Saturday, all of it is going to Hunter Biden's blow. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mm-hmm. didn't think. No, uh, no I know I wasn't I thinking he, about that. No, I, oh okay, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> preservation of American history through uh, Mercury One. So much better cause <laughs> yeah, than the cocaine. Then cocaine for a day.
1: That yeah, right. Uh, and if he doesn't have a hooker, you know, if I can't afford, the, is it? Like, right. You get to the point when you're Hunter Biden, just drugs. Yeah. Where are the hookers along with the right. drugs? Right. There's that's there's just no and fun. where's the cash from China right I need to be
0: bathing in cash from China while doing blow off a hooker's belly that's how it works that's a Friday
1: night and that's that's more like a Tuesday night for yeah. Hunter. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Friday gets a lot crazier. <laughs> but good does Tuesday.
0: What's a Thursday night like? <laughs> okay, I don't want to go into that. That yeah, gets it's like bad.
1: They, the the, the uh, cocaine mm. and hookers is, yeah. is actually more like a Tuesday brunch huh. for Hunter at yeah. this point. And that's why you need to sell paintings for $500,000. Yours will be a little cheaper than that. A little
0: cheaper. Mm-hmm. A little cheaper. But still but not
1: cheap. Again, uh, I'm not
0: saying that this would happen, but... Uh, you know, anybody who buys my painting might, you know, might have the opportunity to to meet my dad. Now, my dad has been dead for, I don't know, about almost 10 years now. Yeah. So it's going to be a kind of a grisly thing to meet him. But if that's what gets you to buy a painting, I'm fine. It's all the money's going to
1: charity. Uh, These are right. great, though, by the way. You can see them on your Instagram page, right? I mean, I, I yeah. do. I will say every time I go to your Instagram page and you're showing off your art, I think to myself... How is he actually talented at something? How did this happen? I don't understand how it occurred. It's crazy, isn't it? it, it they're crazy. really great. I don't know how you ca- I feel like, is it possible? Well, you suffered through the years and years and years <laughs> of just bad art. No, just bad art. You've always been pretty, pretty talented in that realm, though. Uh, you've improved. I mean, even uh, it's it, amazing what it, lessons will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
0: struggle your whole life and you're like, I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when i when i finally hired this uh this teacher she said you haven't even tried watching youtube and i'm like no no she's like you know you can learn a lot of this on youtube and i'm like shut up yeah. you're wasting money let's go let's go teach don't don't talk through don't the talk lesson. Through, don't, don't, don't don't mock me and ridicule <laughs> me <laughs> which she still does for about 10 minutes before we start and usually afterwards mm-hmm. she's like well that went well uh, she's actually uh uh she's actually she's been she's unbelievable. Unbelievable. A good teacher uh can accelerate anything.
1: Oh, certainly. This is why every wife back in the day used to say, "Why don't you ask for directions?" I mean, you know, the <laughs> I think that's you know entirely what different. You know what we did uh ladies, we invented GPS. That's yes. what we did. Thank okay? You. We put Got satellites
0: it? in space yeah. so we didn't have to stop at a gas station.
1: Yeah. Jeez. As we look at the one the one woman who is in the actual studio, poor Sarah. Every time we say something about a woman, she's just the representative. Sorry, Sarah. We're just yelling at her through the glass. Yeah, now let me tell you. Now let me tell you about Nancy
0: Pelosi. <laughs> and Lynn Cheney. We hold you responsible. <laughs> By the way, did you hear about the guy that the New York doctor uh who met this wonderful woman? Uh he's He's young, he's handsome. Uh you know, he's got a lot of money. He uh very successful. New York City. He meets this this woman. She's a former Miss Connecticut, USA. And uh she had gone to school. I don't remember where she went to school, but she went to school. She was uh uh majoring in chemistry and uh so she had her Chemistry, I don't know what the hell. I mean, I don't know what you do with that. What do you, what do, you do? Is that like a mixologist? I think this is how Breaking
1: Bad started. I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, that's how it, right. this is how it ends
0: up. Well, mm-hmm. it kind of ends that way. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. She didn't go to college. She didn't even graduate from high school. She was Miss Connecticut uh, USA, but that's it. In fact, she was a hooker and still is a hooker. And hmm. uh, they got married... And she said, I'm just working on uh, I'm working on an app right now with some people. And it causes me to have to go places and I'm going to be doing stuff. And because she all of a sudden had like 500 grand in her bank account. Mm. i'm just working
1: on uh you know this algorithm i'm working a lot apparently i mean i don't know what the rates are these days but that seems like a lot of uh a lot of uh, physical activity she had
0: a couple of sugar daddies that were kind of like taking care of her Ah, you know what i mean okay and uh Mm -hmm. so uh he found out (laughs) and the guy says i want to file for divorce i mean what's up with
1: that he doesn't support a working woman. Mm. This, is, this is the sort of sexism that goes on in this country. Amen, mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine finding that out about your wife? No. No. No, that would be very bad. That would be, I feel like, disruptive to your, your home life. <laughs> that's, what I would, that's how I would describe it. It might be. Yeah. It might be. <laughs> it might be also the time you go, wow, glad we didn't have children.
0: Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. What a mom she would make. What a mom she would make. It's working hard for the kids yes you know i only do this so you can have a better life so you, you make mommy do yeah, this you make you mommy does this because you cry you didn't clean up your room right. look what mommy had to do that's what i tell my kids now Yeah, dad's an alcoholic only because you cried when you were little. Right. Uh, That's the seed
1: of it. You don't understand.
0: You don't understand. I've gone through all of the steps Mm -hmm. and I got to, I I think I got to step number three and I'm like, it's the kids and they're crying all the time that's making me drink. And so I stopped the rest because I got it. I got it mm-hmm. it was the kids that made me
1: drink right yeah. and once you find the cause of it you're able to deal with it right. a lot better right and you can you can handle your alcoholic so
0: she I don't know <laughs> if she has to what she's going to do to handle her her hookerism uh, that she apparently is addicted to
1: but uh, apparently this doctor is not going back with her it's called it's being judgmental you don't want women in the workforce and this is the sexism that's ruined our country So she's a sex worker and a secret sex worker. What? He's a doctor. They both see people naked. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they do. Yes,
0: they do. Both work with bodily fluids. Pretty much the same gig. I don't know what you're (laughs) complaining about, Doc. (laughs) All right. The battle for our age uh, is taking place in the minds and the hearts of our nation's children right now and all across America right now. Millions of kids are having their ideology shaped by the soulless machines of both Hollywood and our own public schools, from the lessons they're taught to the books that they're told they ought to read. Our kids are caught in a thick swamp of bad ideas. We have got to save this generation. We have to do everything we can. I found a a collection of books that I think you're going to like. It's the Tuttle Twin books. They're an exploration of all the things that make us, a freer, more perfect union. They teach accurate history of the United States. They explain how things like the free market and limited government work. Your kids, your grandkids, they need to read these books. Now they they have books for really all ages, but the Tuttle Twins books uh, are for the younger kids, and they're great. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off. They'll even throw all of the activity books in for you for free. Buy them for your kids. Buy them for your grandkids. Heck, buy them for your neighbor's kids. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Tuttle's Twins back. Com. Get 35% off right now.
2: Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. The riot that occurred on January 6th was a national tragedy, but the left is now using that one event to completely redefine domestic terrorism. And you might be their next target. Glenn unveils the Biden administration's latest tactics to supposedly secure our nation, all at the cost of our fundamental rights. Watch Biden's new domestic terrorism threat. You, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. There is a problem now that is beginning to happen that I told you about a couple of months ago. The drought uh, all across the West is really, really bad. Uh, And cattle ranchers now in Colorado Fear that they are going to have to start culling uh, their their cattle. And the problem is we only have four main processors for beef and pigs and everything else. Um, And two of them are owned by foreign governments. One of them, biggest one owned by China. And so if you have cattle, you can't sell them uh, now or say, hey, I want to process this beef So I can, you know, just even give it to the homeless. You can't do it because the processing plants, the smaller ones, are backed up for a year. So you have to either kill and bury your cow or try to find some way to feed the cow for an extra year. And there's no food. We can't grow the alfalfa and it costs outrageous sums of money to get the alfalfa up for from, you know, let's say Arizona up to Wyoming. It's an outrageous sum of money and the demand is really high and the farmers can't afford it. So what do they do? This has been a really, really bad year for farmers and for ranchers. And we're going to pay a very hefty price for all of this. It is, uh, you know, it's nobody's fault. It is the um, it's the drought. And then in the south, we've had so much rain. Some ranchers can't. They can't grow anything because there's too much rain. It's damn global warming. Either that or this has happened before. But uh, I just I want to warn you that higher prices of beef and everything, higher prices are coming, and uh, they're coming soon to a grocery store near you. So make sure if you like meat, that you go out and you buy some extra meat and you freeze it. Um, and if there's anybody near Idaho that, you know, uh, can squeeze some of my cattle in, Uh, so to speak, to have them processed, give all the meat to homeless shelters. Um, I just can't. I think we're going to have to probably cull five to ten of our cattle. We just don't have enough food. And uh, that's a lot of really good grass-fed beef. And if somebody wants to take the cows and we can give them to the homeless, I mean, not the cows, but the meat, I don't know where because all, all of the processing plants around me are full up for a year, year in advance.
1: I think we should just give the cows directly to the homeless and see what happens.
0: You know, if somebody has a truck and wants to take them to San Francisco, let's (laughs) just just release them them right in the the center of San Francisco. It would be kind of shocking for the cattle, I think. think They're like, what's the smell? (laughs) The cows are like, I couldn't
1: live here. What is up with these animals? Oh, they've lived among mm-hmm. cow dung their entire lives. I'm oh, like, yeah! This is it. an offensive odor. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> wow! Remember when we were rolling into each other's <laughs> pee and poop? Oh boy, those P- days don't come back. Now we live in San Francisco. <laughs> Ew,
1: the smell of these pee—is that Nicolas Cage? Is that? <laughs> oh, me- what is? He let himself go. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. That's a bizarre problem to have. You think this is high end stuff that people would want? They do. But uh, we we screwed up all of our
0: processing plants because the FDA said we're only going to approve FDA state lines. We're only doing these things, and so now you've got four processing plants. And you've got some local processors, but not enough to be able to handle anything like this. And God forbid we we cull all of these cattle and we just bury them. That's just... It's immoral. It's immoral.
1: But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're the rancher. I don't know. What are you looking at me for? This is when the ranchers burgers. of the old days used to...
0: Shoot him in the head and bury him. I mean, it's bad. It's bad, but you can't let him starve. It's a horrible, horrible situation. Pray for our farmers, pray for our ranchers, pray for rain. This is the Glenbeck Program. Hello, American. Welcome to the Glenbeck Program. This hour, why does the January 6th Commission need to be bipartisan? Really, wait until you hear what they are saying and uh, how Republicans shouldn't be a part of this January 6th investigation into the most dangerous day since the Civil War. They've started today. They now have uh, they now have uh, the Metropolitan Police officers. Uh, giving their version of of what happened and how dangerous this was. This is nothing but a kangaroo court, I believe. I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt I am. Also, they were protesting in the streets of Washington, D.C. yesterday, pretty much asking Joe Biden, where are you on Cuba? Why are you not doing anything on Cuba? But there were other protests in the streets, this time in the streets of Iran, And they are chanting in Persian, death to the dictator. There is a movement all over the world. And our elite just want to pretend that it's not happening. We get into that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Believe me, I appreciate the moments of the day. And I know you do too. When you get some alone time just to be with your own head. In those moments... Mm. silence is the best the next best is listening to something on you know a raycon just have your raycon earbuds in and listening to some music or you know a good audio book my favorite way to experience those things is with my raycon wireless earbuds Mm, when i can get them back from the children Uh, first of all sound amazing by the way i bought my children Raycons as well, because they borrowed and they're like, these are great. So I bought them because I knew that they would take them and then I'd never see them again. I don't know what happened to their pair, but I know where my pair is with them. Anyway, uh, they sound amazing. The sound is crisp, powerful, smooth. They have batteries that will run uh, after a recharge, for like six hours, you can cross the country coast to coast on an airplane and not run out of juice with these things. The icing on the cake, they're about half the price of the competition. So Apple, go pound sand. Raycon is here. And they're offering 15% off all of their products. And here's what you have to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com back. 15% off now at buyraycon.com back. So let me take you uh, let me take you to Iran. Here are a cut to, please. The Iran protesters uh, on the streets chanting death to the dictator.
5: Okay,
0: don't think that's going to work out well for them. However, if we didn't have the Biden administration in Maybe it would. Maybe things would be different. You know, all we really did with the Berlin Wall is we triangulated them. We had Pope John Paul, who knew what communism was, knew how evil it was. And he started putting pressure on the church. Then you had Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. Both encouraging people to rise up. We won't forget you. We're there for you. And they just became emboldened. What do you think would happen with Cuba if Donald Trump were in office today? You think the Cuban government would still be blowing everything off? You think they'd still be beating protesters in the streets like they were over the weekend? I don't think they would. I don't think they would. I think we would have had regi- regime change. And I know that, you know, oh, how could you possibly say so? Well, I don't know. We built an embassy in Jerusalem, we made peace in the Middle East for the first time. I don't know. Crazier things have happened. Here's one woman, she was marching a free Cuba protester. She was uh, marching to the White House. The White House was surrounded by people demanding, where are you on Cuba? Listen to what she had to say.
5: And so what's your message to President Biden?
2: My message is that I know politics is... But there's always something you can do, okay? Um, But there's a choice. You can choose to act or you can choose to sit back. And like I told another reporter, um, there's a phrase that says, What would Jesus do? I ask, What would Trump do?
6: Because I, I believe that if Trump were in power, things would be very different. But Biden's in power. And although I didn't vote for him, he is there. So now I'm asking him,
4: What is he going to
6: do? What can he do? What will he do? Because. Innocents are being slaughtered. They're being dragged out of their homes. Young people, old people,
2: they're, uh, they're their houses, their doors are being knocked down. They are going in and dragging them out, taking them, shooting them in their homes. Uh, so we're just asking for help. There's I always mean, something that can okay. be done.
0: So, so, So look what's happening around the world. Hong Kong, people rising up. Great Britain, people rose up. People are rising up all over the world. And the worse the dictator, the more they're rising up. We are, we are led to believe that what's happening in America is a right-wing thing. It's just a Donald Trump thing. No, Donald Trump was a symptom. He was a symptom. We've been going down this road for a while. The whole world has been going down this road. He didn't start it. He's, he is a, a natural reaction to people being shoved around. Really, we can't stop you with our voices. You won't listen to us. You continue to belittle us. You continue to take away our rights. You continue to scoff at all of the things that we believe in. Fine, you're going to be a bully. We'll get a bigger bully. This is how countries fall into the hands of dictators. Because then the next guy comes in and he's like, oh, you thought you were a bully. Wait until you see what I do. And we're seeing that happen. And what will be the natural reaction? The natural reaction for those that believe they're being bullied now by this will be Trump on steroids. Because they'll think, and I agree with them, there is no justice anymore. We're going to have to clean house. And do you think they're going to want to have that that happen to them? Do you think all these weasels, all these people that have had careers with the government forever, and call their own shots and are the big man or the big woman, yeah, I don't care who's president, I'll be here. Do you really think those people are going to, it's going to be easy to weed them out? And do you think they like it? This is not an American issue. People getting the vaccination, it's not an American issue. People rebelling against the masks has nothing to do with Donald Trump. If it did, how come France is having the same problem? How come England is having the same problem? Why is everybody around the world pushing back on their government? Once you open your eyes to see what's going on in the rest of the world, you see that we're not alone. And in each country, our leaders are doing the same things and saying the same things. Seems like only Sweden is the only one with a different approach. I mean, I spent my whole life going, we don't want to be Sweden. We don't want to be Sweden. We don't want to be Sweden. I kind of, I'm I'm actually kind of wishing we were more like Sweden. And it's only going to get worse the more you hear. Here's Andrew Cuomo. Cut seven.
4: I have told you the facts on COVID from day one, whether they were easy or whether they were hard, I told you the truth. While a lot of people were talking politics, and a lot of people were talking theory. Let me tell you something. To deny I, told you to I told you the truth the whole I told you the I truth, you the
0: truth. <laughs> the whole don't time. Why? Because I believe. I believe. I believe in, I believe you. in you. I believe in, your, I believe uh, in Bonnie. I believe in love. If they, get the, truth,
4: if they love. get the facts, they will do the right thing.
0: Right. So here I'm is. In my life alone yeah, okay. New shut I, up. Shut up, Andrew Cuomo. So here's the thing: the Justice Department has just stopped the investigation into him. And others. And others. Mm-hmm. Really? There's nothing to see there. It's almost as if the only thing they care about is getting those Republicans and silencing people online. Now. They are doing it. They were doing it slowly. However, I don't think they did it slow enough. We noticed. And now it seems they're moving at warp Speed. There's a couple of um, a couple of stories that I find. Uh, very, very, very disturbing. And they are stories uh, on what the government is now doing and how they are now starting to team up. With. These high-tech companies, they are, now, they are now teaming up with companies that are giving us AI that you just can't argue with. Police are now uh, using something called ShotSpotter. I don't know if anybody's even heard this, but they're in over, I think, 100 cities. And what it is, is AI that listens to areas. And because it has several listening areas, if it hears gunfire, it triangulates and says, this is where it is. Well, that sounds fantastic. So they can dispatch police right away. That's great. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be working so well. May 31st last year, 25-year-old was shot in the head and dropped off at the hospital in Chicago by a man named Michael Williams. The 25-year-old guy died two days later. Police in Chicago eventually arrested the 64-year-old Williams and charged him with murder. He said he was hit by a, he was he was um, hit in a drive-by shooting. But the key evidence. Is this they show him around the time of the shooting stopped at the 6300 block of South Stony Island Avenue at 1146 the time and location where police say the other guy was shot. Now there's no there's no footage of him shooting anyone. He's just in his car at that location. They have that on video. So how do they know that that's where the shooting happened? Because of shot spotter. It's a surveillance system, hidden microphones and sensors to detect the sound and location of gunshots. Except that's not really the way it worked at 11:46 that night. That night, 19 different shot spotter sensors detected a sound it was 1146. They determined the location to be 5700 South Lake Shore Drive. Now, hang on. I thought it was 6300 block of South Stony Island. Now it's 5700 block of South Lake Shore Drive. This is a mile away from where they had Williams and said he was sitting there in his car and he just committed this murder right there. Here's the the deal. ShotSpotter, it originally classified the sound as a firework. It was the weekend after George Floyd's murder case, and they were lighting off fireworks. So it classified it as fireworks. But after the 11.46 p.m. alert came in, an analyst manually overrode the algorithms and reclassified it as a gunshot. Then, months later, after post-processing, another shot spotter analyst changed the alert's coordinates to the location of South Stony Island Drive. So, so wait, so wait. They had him on tape. The police say, wasn't it on the 6300 block of Stony Island Drive? No, well, let me look at that algorithm again. Is this guy guilty or not? Or is this this the system that is supposed to keep us safe, but it is constantly being altered by humans once they have a suspect? It really happened over here, didn't it? Oh, yeah, looks like it did. Do you trust this system at all? How many people have been nailed and gone to jail using ShotSpotter? I only know about it because of this. But the elites have gone in and they've started doing all kinds of things with high tech that we're not aware of. Nobody's
1: had these discussions. And to be clear, it doesn't seem like the tech was the problem there. They overrode the tech. Exactly right. Uh, then they're they're getting the credibility of some uh, high tech device anti-bias uh, sort of device it would be like
0: going and getting uh genetic in saying what well, we checked the dna but you change the report right. from what the dna test said so how is this how does this have any credibility at all more on this tomorrow, a lot more on this tomorrow, what the federal government is doing at 9 o'clock on our uh, on our special Wednesday night special on blaze tv.com. dot com. American financing NMLS one All right. Federal Housing Finance Agency has decided to eliminate a major refinance fee. That means that your next refi could be even cheaper. You'd essentially be able to save about $500 on every $100,000 borrowed. Oh, that's good. Now, when you pair that with the historically low interest rates we've been seeing, it's hard not to think now might be a good time to get a free mortgage review and see if you could save money. No obligation, no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a simple conversation about what you're currently paying for your loan and options that could fit you better. I mean, imagine walking away with 1000 bucks a month in savings every single month, a $1,000 in extra cash. It can happen. The market is in your favor when it comes to home financing right now, but it may not be that way for long. I want you to call American Financing today. American Financing at 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Or Americanfinancing.net. Ten seconds, station ID. Now, not involving uh, high-tech. Have you been following the Whitmer uh, kidnapping case? Very strange. Yeah. Very strange? Yes. I think beyond
1: very strange. Beyond very strange. That's exactly what I meant. You're such a jerk. Well, you're, are why you are, you a, are you calling me out to the difference between very strange and beyond very strange? Yes, I agree. I mean, it's it's a crazy freaking case. It is a crazy case that I don't think stands up. No, it doesn't seem to stand up at all. I mean, no. the, the, the entrapment arguments here seem significant and incredible seeing that everyone when the fbi guy suggested that we go
0: kidnap uh, whitmer and they didn't have any you know military guys on there and he's like oh we can i got an explosives guy uh i've got i can train you all to do it and most a lot of them quit the club when they were going down this road and
1: still wound up getting arrested some of them
0: right and so they they quit, and the FBI informant becomes the head guy of the ring. So how is this? Isn't this just the FBI going? Okay, here's what we're going to do. That's 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 not breaking up a ring of people who are trying to kidnap. That's that's pretending that you're a bad guy and getting a couple of people to go along with you you bring in your other fbi buddies who have all of the expertise in this and these guys are going along for the ride and they're only doing it because you suggested it
1: yeah it doesn't seem like these are guys that i would want to hang out with i mean no. i think if someone were able to say well i have firework i have uh you know experts in this field and we can really get this kidnapping done I don't think I would want to be involved in no, that. that's why a but lot again, of them quit. Not, this is yeah. Some of them did, some of them didn't. Yes. But the bottom line is, even the ones that stayed along, you can't have law enforcement bringing them along an entire plot and not it not no. be entrapment. That, you, that is it, absolutely it. entrapment. If you want to have an informant, you go in and you watch what they're
0: doing, and before they do it, you're not involved. Before you, they do it, you alert somebody. Hey, they're doing this. That's not what happened here. No. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So let me tell you about AMAC. It's almost a rite of passage to join a benefits group when you climb up into your 50s. Have you done it yet? I hope you you chose AMAC. And here's why. AMAC is the Association of Mature American Citizens. And the reason why I'm a member of AMAC, and they're the way to go, is you're looking at all of the benefits, things like insurance and travel discounts, everything else. But they are more importantly, at least to me, is they push against the crazy left and the constant efforts to legislate this country out of existence in Washington. I know the founder, Um, he was a great guy. It's run now by his children, but before he died, this, this guy was a massive patriot and his children, he raised them right. They started because we were going for universal health care. And he saw the other guys that were representing seniors. They were like selling them out. Join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, the information. America needs you. Join AMAC.us
1: slash AMAC.us slash And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is
0: the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I want to give you an update and a warning on something, but I want to start actually uh, a couple of places back. The uh, tennis player that pulled out of uh, a match because the press made her uncomfortable and she didn't
1: want to talk to the press. Talk about Naomi Osaka. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, uh, that's pretty weak. <laughs> pretty weak. Uh, and is that a... Is that the way we're raising our children to be now? Yeah, she, Where if you're uncomfortable,
1: you don't have, you know, you can just quit and you don't have to do it. She and, talked about anxiety being an issue right. uh, with that. Of course, obviously, that's very closely associated with performance in front of millions sure. of people, right? That's going to be a, yeah, an ongoing you, issue. You
0: see. pretty much have. I remember I remember the first speeches I gave and the first times I was on television. I mean, vomiting beforehand. So nervous, vomiting And you just have to go on. You couldn't just I couldn't start a TV show and go, oh, I can't go on. I just can't go on because I'm so nervous. Uh, Okay, well, then lost opportunity because there's there's a ton of people behind you. And especially when it comes to the Olympics, if you don't think you have a chance to do it or you think you're a risk of dropping out, you're letting your whole team down. You're letting anybody down. Now, here's the, here's the story, the update, and the warning here. Um, uh, Simone Biles has just pulled out of the
1: Olympics. She's probably one of the best gymnasts in the world, would probably you say? the the best. My knowledge of gym, uh, gymnasts ends basically at Simone Biles, so I right. assume okay, that she so, is yeah, the best. Right. Yes. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she pulled out um, because she said the stress was too high for her. Yes. She said it was very stressful and mm-hmm. uh that she was uh she was having mental uh, mental health issues. Okay, so
0: here is the warning. That's the update. Here's the warning. Simone Biles was one of the girls that was raped by that doctor. Um and it was with this team there as well it happened. Uh and so she might be going through All kinds of things that we can't even begin to understand. Um, And I just would not dogpile because you the left will turn this around it, whether it's this uh, fear or not. They will turn it around. And I have a feeling with her. It probably
1: is something she's gone through hell. Yeah, this probably is the problem really tragic circumstances and you have to imagine it's very difficult i mean look it's tough because this is going to be an ongoing issue and as you point out there are people who who would die to get into onto the olympic team so it's tough to go there and then pull out but on the other hand there she's dealt with so much that i yeah But I just don't want to, I mean, raising kids now is
0: really difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, I called Michelle Easton. I wanted her to get on. She's written a book called How to Raise a Conservative Daughter. And uh, welcome, Michelle. Are you on the phone?
3: I am. Thank you so much.
0: You bet. So I wanted to get you on because we need our children to be strong. I mean, this is really not, I'm not talking about Simone um, uh, Biles, but... You know, when our kids just can't handle things because they've been coddled their whole life, that's a real problem. And they don't know what they don't know what work ethics are. They I mean, you know, and then they move out and they become like a flaming feminist or, or liberal. And, you know, you're like, wait, what happened to everything I taught you?
3: That's right. That's why I wrote this book. uh and uh, it's so great to have a chance to talk with you and your audience about it. I've been working with young women for 28 years. I founded this Center for Conservative Women. And uh, I noticed over the years, uh, the girls that I'm working with, they're in college, most of them. They're smart. They're strong. They're gracious. They're articulate. And there were things over their upbringing that happened that they did that they had in common. Uh, meanwhile, so many parents are worried about this, uh, many of the people who support my work. It's because... They've been disappointed, perhaps, with how their daughters uh, turned out. So I wrote this book as a guide to help them. Um, in the old days, when I was growing up, and I'm older than you, I think, if your family was conservative and you took your girls to church or synagogue, you had a pretty good shot, but it's not that way today. It's not really a fair fight anymore with social media, what goes on in the schools, the entertainment industry. So the book is meant to be a practical, real life guide how parents can create strong, smart, conservative daughters. So how
0: do you do how do you do it?
3: Well, the first chapter is Self Worth Post from God, not government. Teaching young women that self worth is what's important. Not self esteem. Self esteem is a feeling oh I feel good about myself. Self worth it's probably the most important concept because it's knowing that she's uniquely made and unconditionally loved By God, that's a cornerstone of her conservatism. And the government can't be a substitute. And and then the next step on that is America. And why are we exceptional? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang
0: on just a second. So when you say uh, self-esteem, it is what what our kids, what I think our kids are seeing right now is if they're activists, then they get all kinds of rewards for that. They get all kinds of feel-good accolades and they're doing something, but they're not really doing something. There's a difference be- between saying you're doing something or pretending you're doing something, and then, you know, d- actually creating something, actually building something, doing something that comes from you, deep inside of you, not a pose. And that's, that's the difference, yep, right?
3: Absolutely right. Self worth is a deep understanding of your value as as a human being and it places the value of this this young woman outside of the reach of these uh, toxic cultural forces the leftists try to replace this with self-esteem that says oh you look to other people for your validation and oh you're so fragile and oh you're a little princess and it's a very very different uh, t- type of approach with young women but the the cornerstone is belief in god and that your and that your goodness comes from god
0: and it's it's a difficult thing to do because we now have had what 30 years of everybody needs to get a trophy. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And you know, I think the reason why, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, not America's Got Talent, but the one with Simon Cowell on it, where, where they American would, Idol. yeah, American Idol, where they would step up and somebody needed to say to them, You have no talent. You I mean, don't mean to be mean here, but you have no talent. Uh, you know, go pursue something else. Everybody in their life was telling them that they're special, they're great, even though they
3: weren't. Right, right. And if you talk to teachers, a lot of teachers in government schools and private schools too, they are instructed to tell the students over and over how awesome they are. My sister taught in Cape Cod and she said, Michelle, you know, they weren't really awesome. (laughs) But you tell them that over and over. Then when they do something incredible, the word means nothing. Praising children for, you know, Fear of hurting their feelings is a poor substitute for nurturing their their true innate value as children of a loving God, and uh, that's something that parents who want their uh, girls and their boys to grow up as conservatives have to think about and 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 apply it in a very sensible way.
0: So, how do you know when you're raising? For instance, I have a son and uh, a son and daughter both in the house still, and I'm so concerned about their work ethic uh, and. Uh, you know, thank God, my my son is working this summer and, and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, he's the greatest worker ever. He's been joy. And I'm like, really? Cause I can't get him to do anything around me. Um, how, how do you build that? And
3: okay. yeah, go, go ahead. That's uh, chapter four in how to raise a conservative daughter. You know, over the years I've asked these girls I work with, you know, what would you do to raise a conservative daughter? The most consistent trait they mention and that I've seen is that they've had jobs. Once they're old enough, they have jobs and responsibilities that teach them the value of hard work. This is contrasted with the leftist view that we should have an economic security for all who are unable or unwilling to work. Yeah. What? What? I mean, it's unthinkable. Hard work is central to both uh, our our children's development and to the whole American dream. And uh, and getting your kids working. I mean, your son's probably doing fine. I don't know, but getting them out working. I remember my first job. Most people smile when they talk about their first job, and you know what I remember most? When I got the first paycheck, and and there was such a huge a yep. dollar tr- twenty five minimum wage. So. My dad was a big lecturer at the dinner table. Suddenly, what he was saying about government and taxes was no longer academic. They took a big choke. I, I was a candy at the movie theater. So that's another part of getting them out, getting a job, understanding a little about real economics.
0: So are you concerned? Are you seeing a trend getting worse? Is there any bright spots here on uh, our daughters and our, our children? Because. Yep. We we're just we're doing an experiment with them, uh, with social media and everything else. So this is the biggest experiment on human beings ever. Right.
3: There's two bright spots to me. One is that women are recognizing that their differences from men are their strengths, and the other bright spot is the the progress we've made on the issue of life. When it comes to uh, both aborting babies and at the end of life, I think on those two issues, young people are turning. Um, on the differences, I mean, the left just here in our local school board, Fairfax County, Virginia, 11 of the 12 board members raised their hand and voted to allow the boys to come in, to the, in with the little girls in the bathroom. Come on. <laughs> people don't like that. Even young people get the idea of having their privacy when they're using the toilet. <laughs> I think crazy. that, I think they've gone overboard on the other side on that, and we're making progress on that. And on life, the polls show that more and more young people believe that abortion is wrong, that you're you're killing a human being. So those are two bright spots. Hmm.
0: Thank you so much. Um, your book available everywhere? How do you get your book?
3: Everywhere. Wherever good books are sold, uh, online, uh, books a million, Barnes uh, okay. & Noble.
0: All right. Uh, great. Thank you so much, Michelle. I, I appreciate it. You know, it's strange. Thank you. Uh, strange because my books are only sold where bad books are sold. Yeah, so true. So I don't know. What that... Hey, I want to talk to you a little bit about gold and silver. Uh, I'm a collector, uh, but I also think that it is a hedge against insanity. I've told my, uh, my uh, financial people. They're like Glenn. You know, gold. I don't know about gold. And I said I'll stop buying gold. I'll stop investing in this the minute the Starfield starts to roll back the other way. Soon as we're not heading faster to the asylum, uh, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be rational. But the rest of the world needs to be rational. That's not happening. I really would uh, suggest that if. You want to uh, have a hedge against inflation because it is coming and you want to be safe in case things really melt down. You call Goldline today. You don't have to buy anything. Just get the information and do your own homework. This week, Goldline is giving away free silver with their extremely popular five dollar gold Indian coins. With every qualifying order, you'll receive two ten brilliant uncirculated silver kennedy half dollars at no additional cost it's a great special on an already low cost item so if you're thinking about gold or silver this is the perfect promotion for you they're standing by to take your call right now and talk to you and give you all the information you need it's 866 goldline 1866 goldline or goldline.com the Glenn back program this is the Glenn Beck program. So we're hearing from police officers, the Capitol police officers, about what happened on January 6th. And I want to say something unpopular uh, here, but I'm not saying anything new to you. I'm just reminding you uh, when you saw that on television, I hope, I think we were all horrified by it. Um, there what we saw on television were some. Pretty violent scenes beating police officers, uh, you know, breaking down doors and windows and breaking into the Capitol. Not talking about the people who were like the grandma that went around a barricade and, uh, you know, walked through the Capitol. Not not that person. Um, The people there were there were really bad people in. And this hearing is not going to solve
1: anything. No, because Adam Schiff for one, is oh, on it. If you had, if you took this seriously at all and actually wanted any answers about January 6th, the last person on earth you would put on the panel would be Adam Schiff. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how divisive he is. Everyone knows that he's a complete liar. No one respects him. Correct. And so you put him on there because all you want are part- partisan fireworks. Mm-hmm. So that is... Uh,
0: this... But I, I want to know. Yeah. Because are... I don't think Trump had anything to do with it. I don't think this was a... Uh, Trump crowd, per se. There might have been some Trump people yeah, in there that sure were the were. really bad guys, mm-hmm. but they were also not the Trump people that I would know or you would know. Right. You know, there are some on all sides.
1: There are crazy people mm-hmm. who just want violence. And there were some bad people there. The, mm-hmm. the, that does not apply to the people who were watching Trump's speech and then went to their cars, which is essentially... Uh, The picture the media wants to honestly that went to the Capitol and some of them that went into the Capitol thought it was
0: okay and weren't part of any of that.
1: Yeah. And there's certainly big lines there. Right. Yeah, there are big lines. And and the people like to me, what I want is I would like to know answers about why the security was so bad. I would like to know why it took so long for the National Guard to get out there. I would like to know uh, a lot of those types of details. And I want the people who were bad and there were some. I want those people to be prosecuted oh, to I the fullest too. extent of the law. Me too. And that, and I'm not as concerned about the grandmother who walked three feet behind a, a barricade and then came back on the other side. You know, they're, they're, And there are a lot of those people. Yep. So there has to be a separation point. I think part of the, the issue here is, number one, it's completely partisan. Number two, the media has tried to make this out. Literally, they've said it's the worst thing that's happened in the country since the Civil War. So with the ridiculous nonsense the media has spewed about this we tend to forget that there were some bad yes. things that happened there and and some of those people do deserve to get since sin- you know large punishments for what they did. I mean, look, I don't care partisan. You can give me all the partisan crap you want. You start hitting a police officer over the head with a flagpole and drag him downstairs. Screw you. I don't care who you are. I agree. I don't care what party you are. You what start president to, you support? You start
0: to break into the House of Representatives, and I mean, and start to you know where they have to barricade the doors. Yeah, I don't care. Totally I don't care what your cause is. We all totally, understand you know,
1: that. Yep. I mean, it's it, it yep. is important to keep it in perspective with some of the other things that have occurred in this country over the past year when you're burning entire cities to the ground they don't want to look at that at all but you can both be horrified by that as well as some of the things that happened on january 6th we'll see you tomorrow this is the glenn
2: Beck program